You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I'm your host, areyouscreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And this week, it we've got so we got to catch up on uh, Toy Story Four. Uh, it's a big, amazing week, and everybody is glad they tuned in. Yeah. Uh, Toy Story Four, and then Spider Man: Far From Home. Far from home. And before we uh, jump into those, uh, in lieu of having news or any other thing to talk about, yep. uh, I saw a movie that you didn't see. Yeah, what, because yeah. I'm. What happened here? I yeah. was uh, cramming for movies. No, Midsummer <laughs> came out. Yeah, and uh, it's the uh, writer director of Hereditary, mm-hmm. which everyone was uh, going crazy for. Yeah. And uh, everyone was great in it. People were talking about Tony Collette should get nominated, but she can't because it's a horror movie. Yep. And uh, I remember there was there was really a lot of talk about that. Like every every year, or every other year at least, it seems like there's somebody who gets some attention for some the wrong genre movie. Yeah, right. So, yeah. Uh, somebody's in like a comedy it i feel like it happens a lot in comedies for supporting mm-hmm. like uh there are supporting people and they're like if, if only this was a drama you know he would obviously <laughs> be win. nominated because right. he's great in right. this or whatever but comedies can't get nominated or whatever yeah um and i don't know as time goes on every once in a while there's something that's either horror or it's uh you know, suspense, like close to horror kind of thing. And, and people are doing good work in them. Right. And then you hear people start talking about, Hey, uh, you know, it sucks too bad. You signed on for a horror movie or whatever. Right. Right. Too bad. You wasted that performance. And, uh, yeah. And everyone loved her in that. She was great. Yeah. Uh, everybody loved that movie too. Uh, I didn't see anybody not like the movie, except a lot of people don't like the end. Right. Uh, right. A lot of people That's are like, off the hint. Yeah. a lot of people are like, okay, that movie was great. And then thanks for that ending. Right. And you're a bastard and screwed right. it. Right. Yeah, you but, yeah. um, but everybody liked the movie. It got tons of attention. So now, uh, Midsummer mm-hmm. is, I mean, it's actually like Midsommar. Yeah. Right. You gotta say it right. You gotta <laughs> whatever, say it like right. you're in Ikea. Uh, so this is his like follow up, right. Yeah. And it's, uh, takes place in Sweden in this like little community, whatever. But, uh, for a fairly small thing, uh, there's hardly anyone in it that you would ever know, right? Um, Will Poulton is in it, who is in some stuff, and yeah. people know who he Recognize is. Recognize him, right? yeah. Um, and uh, I can't remember the guy's name right now, but uh, Cheedy from oh, yeah, Good right. Place. I love Cheedy. I don't even know it. if he's, I don't know how much he's acting or if that's just him, but I want it to just be him. Like, I think <laughs> Cheedy so much. I just want him to be on screen, not even acting. You just, just that's him. You just want him to, I just want be, him to like be like that like guy. That. Like he might be the greatest actor in the world because he might not be anything like that. Right. But uh, I, I, I dig Cheedy so much. <laughs> William Jackson Harper. That's the guy. Yeah. Name. Uh, he's in it. Um, so not like any 
big name stars. Not that there's anything wrong with him. No, <laughs> but no, uh, he's just not super huge. Yet. Um, and actually, he's kind of good in this, although he has like a weird part. But yeah. you know, he's not bad. He's forever uh, doomed. He walks down the street. People are like, GD. I know. You know. He is. Uh, I mean, so is everybody on that show. Probably. Yeah, right. right. I mean, except for. Maybe Ted Danson uh, can get right. away with Ted Danson you know, he's always and. Cheers, uh, oh, my God. What's her name? Uh, Kristen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're okay. Right. Right. But everybody else who is wasn't really it's known Tahani before the Chidi show. And, yeah, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so anyway, you saw it and. Yeah. So I saw it, um, especially because. Uh, hereditary was good, and I don't like horror things. Right. So if there's yeah, something, that, if there's yeah. something that's remotely horror, and uh, I think it's a good movie, then I want to see whatever. Right. Uh, but you have to know going into this that uh, according to the writer director, according to his official word on the movie, and kind of according to like the official synopsis of the movie, yeah, uh, it's like a, a dark comedy. Uh, uh, surrounding the idea of cults yeah. and movies that are horror movies about cults. He really is into cults. So it's all very complicated, yeah, right? Sure. Uh, so I saw that. Um, it's a long I, movie. It's two and a half hours. <clears throat> it is. And let me tell you something. That, I it, just realized that. When we got to an hour and 50 minutes, I actually checked my watch. Yeah. And I discovered and, you had and then, 35, 40. Yeah. <laughs> and then in the middle of the movie, you know, looked it up on IMDb. Yeah. <laughs> because I was like, sure. You're like, I can't how, this. <laughs> how much longer is yeah. this going to happen? Right. Uh, yeah. So we can't really talk about it too much because you didn't see it. I didn't see it. I'm going to see it. Uh, you should do that. Uh, I gave this zero. <laughs> I may not see this. <laughs> this you, is, if you had any chance of me seeing this, this is, and enduring two and a half hours I, of pain, like I, you just killed I, it. I told you not what to are see you doing? it. Uh, I told you yesterday not to see it. You did, but you said it in such a weird way. You're like, I'm going to save you from this. And I thought, I don't know what this means, but I think I know what it means. All right. Yeah. Well, don't th- worry about me now. I think it means go I ahead. should go see it. I mean, if you've given it a three, I still might have seen it because I know you don't love all of those uh, types of films, but now zero. Good luck, man. Tell no, me, ruin it. it. No, it's it's <laughs> fun. It's it. funny because I'm done. Uh, so it's so it's a self-proclaimed <laughs> dark comedy, sort of, right? Yeah. And I have to admit that there were times that I was laughing. Was it funny or was it bad? <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, I'm not seeing any of this. Not only was Ruined it not only was content. it so bad, but there were there were actually a lot of people in the theater when I saw. Were you the only so one I, laughing in the theater? No. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh, man, uh, I was the quietest person laughing. Oh god. It, oh man. Whole, oh, that sucks. Uh, and I will say, we got to about forty-five minutes, and there was a group of four people that left. They just, yeah, right. Uh, it is so. Uh, the good things about the movie, right, okay, are yeah. it's really kind of gorgeous. It is. Oh, okay. It is actually a movie that, like, if you could just turn the sound off, yeah, and try to not pay attention to the fact that you're trying to work out the plot, even without being able to hear it or right, whatever. Right. It's really pretty. Mm. It's like a gorgeous movie, and it's kind of weird and funny because it's like this <laughs> European cinematography. Yeah. That you know you maybe doesn't tell you anything going in, but once you see it, you'll go, oh, okay, that's what that means. Like, it just feels like it was filmed in Europe and everything. Sure. 
Um, even when they're like in New York in their apartment. Yeah. There's a style to it. You just see these people hanging out in their apartment. Um, and it's, it's kind of funny in a way because there's these, uh, (laughs) there's these four guys who are all like graduate students in college. Right. And they all live together in, in this, kind of big apartment but not exactly and the one guy is dating this girl uh the one guy is from sweden yeah and they are all gonna go on a trip uh to their the summer festival or whatever because two of the four are anthropology majors and doing some you know graduate level thesis on something and so they want to uh, the one uh, the one guy wants to actually do uh, like summer fest summer festivals or like I guess uh, uh, you know like changing of the year festivals. Right. I, it doesn't right. necessarily maybe need to be summer or whatever. Anyway, um, so that's so they're all going on this trip to go back because they know that he's from this. A tiny like commune kind of village right and he's told them all about this whole thing and they're like okay we're going yeah and uh the one guy's girlfriend ends up going with him as well okay and uh and then hilarity ensues <laughs> right but one of the things that's kind of funny about it is when you watch uh like if you watch cheesy 80s teen movies and and it's you know it's very guy centered right. like it's four guys right. right right but then there are girls and they're hanging out in their rooms or something and you watch it and go you know the people who made this movie think that's what girls do right. like when they're together right, right. <laughs> and you watch this movie and it's like this is what this guy thinks that four like right. four almost thirty year old yeah. graduate students. <laughs> do in their apartment (laughs) like they're just they're just hanging out in there and it's uh i don't know so it's weird but it is uh it's gorgeous and they go to sweden and uh there's one uh really kind of goofy shot where we're watching them drive upside down for a little while (laughs) but other than that right other than sounds awesome other than that the cinematography is really cool it looks really gorgeous but uh but no it's horrible movie so they go and it's uh it's the weirdest like non-horror movie right like everything and i mean it doesn't really say it's a horror movie anyway nothing's exactly scary like the ultimate point of the movie there's this uh, initial part of the movie where the girl who's kind of the main focus, mm-hmm. uh, her her parents get killed by her younger sister who commits suicide and decides to take her parents with them. Right. And so she's traumatized and everything, right? And uh, And she decides to go on this thing. But ultimately, and then at the end, there's kind of like this... I don't know. There's like this weird like circle of life ending thing that relates to her and her life and her parents and the whole thing. It's very, it's very goofy. It's in a way it's a lot like watching the second matrix, you know, like the first matrix was like, (laughs) 
Like you watch Hereditary, like you go from Hereditary to this, this and it's like right. Matrix to the second Matrix. I get it. I it's like, it's like uh, now all of a sudden you just think you're smarter than everyone. Right. It is really like watching Tree of Life. Oh, God. <laughs> watching this movie. I've seen, I, it's funny. I've seen Tree of Life and I blocked it all out. Like, there's one <laughs> scene I, I think I still remember, but. You know, it it, it, it sounds like the guy has the same thing. Like this sounds like you could be loosely describing hereditary to me. Family member well, kills kind, someone, gets really despondent. Kind There's of, a cult. Yeah. Like the, I mean, it's just kind of like dealing with all these feelings of residual grief and right. familial which, detachment. Which, it, which like, is why I, I said I couldn't it, tell you what film that it's is. It's kind of like the Matrix, right? right. Because the first one yeah, is like, ah, oh, we have like this goofy idea, and we'll make like you know, we'll make right, a movie we'll or whatever. Right. And then you make the second one and you go, I'm going to teach everybody everything that I know about right. the world and life and why I'm so smart. And you maybe there's seven get stages of grief. There's 30, but there's show you, you know? <laughs> but there is a weird yeah. feeling to watching this movie, right? Where it's almost like it, it's like you took part Terrence Malick, any movie, it doesn't actually matter. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but yeah. then you watch a bunch of Yorgos Lanthimos movies yeah. and you go, those are great. I'm going to do something like that. Right. But you have no idea you have no how skill to, do to do it. it right. Yeah. Like wow. the, the movie being pieced <laughs> together seriously is like, if I just decided I was going to make a car out of spare parts and I'm like, I mean, I know what cars look like. Right. I know these are like the pieces. I can't figure out why the drive doesn't work <laughs> Right. Like I put everything in together. Uh, it's, it's so, it's, I'm all, so it's like magically bad. The fact that you sat there and only checked your watch at like 150 and you're like, how much? And, and I got to endure. And everyone, well, because there's a spot, and it was somewhere around 145, 150, yeah. where all of a sudden now it's like we've turned a new page. Yeah. And I'm like, well, shit, now it can't end for like at least another run, 20 right. minutes. And I'm like, how yeah. long can this be? And I can there hear it you. is. I can hear you literally doing the IMDb thing and seeing it says 227. You're like, oh. <laughs> I did. God. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Jeez. And because uh, you're in too far, now you only got a half I hour know. left. You've re- you're pot committed, you've got to stay to that because yep. now you have to see. Oh man, that's yeah, weird. it was awful. Uh, Just gave you the credits, I heard there was something at the end. No, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the movie ended, and you know, I saw it with my wife. Actually, the, I don't need I the need movie ended, and I and I got up and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not staying here, or I'm yeah, like, I believe right, it now. And she, and she goes, Is there something at the end? And I go, I can't imagine there is, but. <laughs> I need to look. I just but need I, to see but that I don't just for care. the fun of it. Well, it's weird because, you know, I just real quickly looked, and it's not that it's the end-all, be-all of things because you and I have disagreed with them uh, several times, but I just looked on Metacritic real quick, and it's got like a 73. Oh, yeah. it's. Uh, I it's, mean, this, this it's is not, like incredibly well-received from uh, the critics' side and anything. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, the it's end. not doing bad <laughs> on like Rotten Tomatoes and uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Although I have not looked, all, all I've seen is Rotten Tomatoes, so I didn't know that was the Metacritic. But yeah, I don't, I don't know what the user reviews <laughs> on anything thing. are. I want to look just out of curiosity. Uh, but, but it but. is doing fairly well with critics, and it's you know, it's like any Terrence Malick movie. Right. <laughs> or, you sure, know, whatever. I see some it's of those, like, and they're like well received, and I'm like, I'm not going to that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, kn- I know. I know what that is. I'm not going to do that. It's so bad. But it is. I, I would not be surprised, seriously. This, Like, I don't want to talk about this movie forever. But I, I wouldn't. I kind of want you to. I, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if in, like, 10 years this was, like, the next The Room. Like, people yeah. were watching this movie. Right. Uh, because eventually, right, people in the audience that I saw it with were having a good time. 
they were having the yeah. exact wrong good time, and, yeah, and they right. were and they were completely it's making not that fun far of it. Off. Seven. And, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. And eventually, it almost kind of got to like. Uh, mystery science theater kind of thing like right you're, you're yeah right. you just start talking and go and try to figure out what's going on but it was in a way it was kind of like this magically anti-horror movie yeah um and the the worst thing about it is that the girl especially who's in this is really good yeah, right. So this is what you were saying earlier. Like, she, too bad you she wasted was, your she performance was, in this She film. was really cool in yeah. this movie and uh, and did a lot of things that were, were really good. But it was – so you know the idea. They go to this place in Sweden. There's not that many people there. Mm-hmm. It, it's a small – it's a small thing, right? But – so you start watching this movie and you're just bored out of your mind. So you like start yeah. analyzing it and thinking about it and it's like, you know, there's no there's no trap, mm-hmm. right? There's no there's nothing about this situation that they're in that they can't just leave. Yeah. I mean, there's there's not even uh like let's say there's 60 people in this whole commune place, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, so actually they show up and there's a couple of other like outsiders that somebody else brought Brought with him to the thing. Right. Uh, So you got like these. So nothing like too crazy happens or anything. But uh, like most of them are old or kids. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got like three guys that pick up a stick. You can get out of there no matter what they try to do. (laughs) Right. And they don't try. They don't seem to try to stop them too Mm -hmm. much until we get like way further in. Right. Uh, and they don't exactly try to stop them. They just magically disappear or whatever. But right. there's nothing about this that uh, you they can't just leave. Like, right. They're not trapped there, except that they're a little bit far away from stuff. Yeah, but, but they're I, in Sweden. They're not me, in the I'll desert, off, right? right? And they're yeah. not, <laughs> they're not like that far away from everything. Yeah. Anything. And it's really weird. It's like Eddie Murphy, you know, with like why black people can't be in movies because right. the house says get out and we get We're out. Gone. Right, right. <laughs> that's the end, a certain type of that's the end of the movie, right? And this movie was like trying to take that up a notch. Like right. you go, you go to <laughs> Sweden and go where there's you're all alone and you're not even like in a city right. with weird people. You're just right. in the weird people's compound. Whatever. Oh, this is so funny. First weird thing that happens. Yeah. I'd just done. kill everybody. Right. I'm, I mean, I'm living. I'm, <laughs> I'm going on. I mean, what has to happen before you go, hey, maybe we should leave? And the first thing that's weird that happens yeah. is really it's weird. weird. Enough, yeah, right. it's, <laughs> it's weird enough. Well, and okay. And one of the guys, he's not our main group, but he's with the, with the other <laughs> two be, yeah. people, right? actually complains okay and is like whoa you know he's like freaking out yeah and all the people in our group are like i mean that's weird yeah but <laughs> i'm like what right right anyway uh so don't go see that movie. 72 for the average of real critics 62 for the average of the audience and real quick here the first four reviews from the audience say one says saw it two times and i can say now perfect Oh, my God. (laughs) The second one says, just masterful. Okay. The third one says, if you're into films that make you think, stuff like Twin Peaks, Fire, Walk With Me, The Cook, The Thief, The Wife or Lover, you'll be into this. 
And the last one the, says, the, the, "Those are good. Not scary at all, unless you have a weak stomach. Mostly hilarious, explicit sex and nudity, graphic gore." Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, "How is that all the same movie?" I, I, I know. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, that's that's quite a spectrum to run. So you're uh, you're on the outside of that. You're an outlier. That's you know? right. I am. Uh, but yeah. anyway, well, so I could almost give it to that last guy though. Right, because he nails like, it. It's like, funny. Like if you it's go gory. to this yeah. and you go and you're thinking there's there's some messed up funny shit that happens. Right. And you you're know you're half in the bag, maybe. At- okay. Well here's the thing. <laughs> now you've complicated things because I kinda want to see Now you have this, to see it. Right? Or I kinda want to dip my foot in and watch maybe the first forty minutes. And then maybe when I'm really bored, maybe no, I gotta 20, tell, I gotta tell you, you gotta do it watch, all at once. No, no, no watch the last that. forty minutes. If you're only gonna watch forty <laughs> minutes, you don't want to watch the first forty minutes because I swear to God, nothing happens. Yeah. Like there's, uh, yeah, <laughs> you're not gonna get anything you know out of the I, first I, forty. minutes. I'm behind on some films. I gotta get really far behind. See now, if you watch it film. eventually, right? Yeah, and you can fast forward. Oh like yeah, then, oh, I'll watch. I'm not then, going to the theater. Then, then maybe you're okay. I'll watch right? it at home. If you could just go, I'll wait till, yeah, I'll let's. Wait till uh, there's a screener of it. Yeah, let's let's skip along. For it's going to get nominated for something, and come Oscar time, you're going to hand it to me I, and be like, "Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. Let uh, me know how this goes." Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll tell you though. We we I was thinking about this when I left this Masterful. movie. Yeah. I saw it twice. Just, That's the thing. I'm going to come back and be like, this is the biggest divide we've ever had. I really can't imagine. Yeah, you're going to go 10. This 10? is perfect. This is beautiful. Um, I was wow. thinking I was thinking about this after this movie, and I thought, you know, we have, over the last couple years, mm-hmm. we have sort of frequently run into this thing where we'll see a movie and we'll say, eh, it was okay. You know, it should have been a TV show. Right. Yeah. And then that would have been better. Right. Or there's, or or the opposite. There's like a TV show and we're like, you know, this (laughs) needs to just be a movie. You don't actually have an idea to keep going forever. You know, just put that, (laughs) make the pilot like two and a half times as long or whatever. And now it's a movie and you're done. Right. And this one, I thought, you know what? This is like a new stage of that because this should have been a short film. Oh, okay. Like if this was 18 minutes long. Perfect. Genius. That, then right. it would have been great, winner. right? That yeah. would have been awesome. Mm. If you would have just done this whole thing in 18 <laughs> minutes, you'd have like I love it. You'd have got great. seriously got like short yeah. short film Oscar. They have yeah. Oscars for they that, do. man. Go yep. go where your strength Best original is short. in this whole idea. It's uh it's yeah, the weirdest part of it is that we're always saying um they're it's too long, especially mm-hmm. for things that are two and a half hours, you know, cut 40 minutes out of this and right. then maybe you'd be really right. good. And I, and so like I was thinking about this and I'm thinking you either have to cut two hours out of it <laughs> or it doesn't matter what you cut yeah. out of it. It's not, you're not changing anything. You, you could have to take your nose off your face <laughs> or just stop going out. You like, that's could. It. That's the, that's your ultimatum. You could try to cut some oh, of the man. stuff that happens, but it, but none of it, none of the stuff that you could cut. It's not like there's wasted stuff. Right. Where it's we didn't all, need to, it's, it's a all problem. It's actually all it's all either good <laughs> or bad to the same extent. You can't cut any <laughs> like there are I there are this. scenes you could make shorter. Yeah. Right. But then why have it? <laughs> then you don't need it at all. Then you just cut it all. I don't know. It was 
It was so When you're in awful. this mood, it's as funny. I remember once trying to talk to you about bad Santa and you just called it like fat bastard or something. <laughs> like just when you get on a tangent for a film that's bothered you, it's it is nothing like it. Oh god. Well anyway, that's it was Wait, uh, I forgot. It was super, so your wife super liked it or horrible. didn't? Oh god, no. She was yeah. No. Cuz you're over 3 with her lately. Yeah. Like you better pick a winner. No, like, she's you... not going to the movies anymore. <laughs> I didn't pick this. She wanted to she see it. She did, didn't she? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was not my Man, idea I'm kind of glad I dodged this. Yeah. Uh there's uh several movies that she's looking forward to not going to see this year. Yeah. Still right, still right. coming. Yeah. That's a riot, man. She's over movies, which makes it difficult. <sighs> uh, <laughs> Well, tell her you got this film called Mother that you oh, think yeah. she'll really, you know, you think it, it'll really it, bring her back. It's a lot like Mother, too. That's another one. I was going to say, what you're describing feels to me without the humor. Because I don't remember being amused at all in Mother. That's another one that uh, came to mind after yeah. I saw this one. It's uh, it's all of the, like, Cause it's just grandiose pretension. Yeah, right. Of you know thinking that you've got something to say. Right. It, it, there's so many movies, <laughs> I swear to God, that are like somebody mm. took philosophy 101 yeah. and decided they know everything about everything. Yeah. And uh, it's it you know it. I don't want to get like all political here, right? But it's like Trump. It, right. Like when Trump, any subject comes up, and Trump will go, "I know more about that I, than I'm anybody." The best at it. And that's the Dunning Kruger. And these syndrome. movies are seriously like that. They're just I know I know all the things you know like uh, making mother or mm-hmm. like this movie or most anything Terrence Malick is really <laughs> like just saying look at how brilliant l- I am yeah let me dazzle you yeah. with my artist yeah anyway all right so uh, Toy Story quick <laughs> <laughs> A slight shifting of the gears. Toy yeah, Story. we'll uh, switch gears because we got to get to both of these. Uh, yeah, Toy Story Four. Right. Um, so we don't need to explain anything, which is cool. I'm just gonna like jump out, but I have oh, kind yeah, of right. a little bit of an explanation of my rating because it okay. has been a little while. So when we first left the theater, and and I gotta oh, it say, has been a while. This has been a couple weeks back. Uh, yeah. I, I, we should say, or I at least should say, you know, going into this and where we are on all these movies and where other people are, right? right? That's a good idea. Uh, I really, obviously, love Toy Story. Yep. Uh, Toy Story 2 was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Toy Story 3 really disappointed me, and everybody else loves it, and I was like, eh, fine. I, like, I didn't know what the whole hype was really like yeah. everyone lost their minds for toy story three mm-hmm. and i didn't think it was terrible or anything i just thought this is not what i'm looking for in the third one of these right. i mm-hmm. feel like it should be better right but everybody else loved it and so there you go yeah this one i thought when we left the theater right mm-hmm. i thought this is the movie that I thought I was getting with Toy Story 3 when everyone was going crazy. Right. I thought this was way better yeah. than Toy Story 3. I thought it was really, really good. And like leaving the theater, like I would have probably given this like 9 or 10. Yeah. And since then, yeah. uh, I'm a little more meh <laughs> about it. Well, you just saw Midsummer. Mainly because, right? Yeah. I can't really remember a lot of it. <laughs> I oh, mean, that's I, interesting. I can remember, okay. I can remember all like the main things, but nothing was really hmm. like, nothing I was really like, wow. Right. Yeah, right. Nothing okay. was, it was good. 
And maybe I went into it not having the highest expectations, so it was better for me or whatever. Yeah. But it was really good. But then after like you kind of digest it, hmm. it, there was just nothing I thought that was really like, wow, right? Okay. And I think it's really weird because um, I just don't want Pixar to do sequels anymore. Yeah, You know, like when you see the first Toy Story or uh, any of a lot of their movies, they have a few movies that I don't think are great anyway, but like brave and up and yeah. Wally and <laughs> yeah. yep. all these movies that like when that movie was done, I was like, damn, right. Like, <laughs> like right. that is a whole other thing. And this just felt like, you know, episode 45 of the TV show or mm-hmm. something like that. It was, uh, it was not fantastic. So in the end, uh, I'm kind of like eight hmm. uh, or maybe eight and a half. I don't know. I think yeah. eight. It's It was good. It was a little off where I was. But it just, I don't know. I really liked it. There was a lot of it that I really, really liked. Yeah. Um, I really liked the, the fact, um, uh, you know, spoiler alert, sort of. Right. <laughs> I really liked the fact that there's not exactly a bad guy or a there's there's not exactly like a a real bad even though mustache twirling there kind of is but you you know there isn't i thought that was kind of cool yeah um and you know i like the overall story but there were like a lot of parts that i liked but there were no there were no parts that i really like loved right um that were just awesome or hilarious or like really really great yeah but you know so it was it was really good but it just didn't kind of have like that next level to it where Mm -hmm. you know if my kids want to watch it over and over i'm okay with it or i'm like on board yeah let's watch that again or whatever i don't know um so it was you know you know, I don't know how much you have to explain, like, your eight or, or whatever. Defend it. You have to defend <laughs> right. it like you're giving it a four in a right. world of tens. Like, yeah, um, no, I get it. I really had a good time with it, though. And, like, right when it was done, I was like, man, that was really cool. Yeah. And just, I got, I don't know, over time, it couple just didn't work out. Your, well, so. again, like I said, you just saw Midsummer. Yeah. And now everything is. I got to learn how to say it. Midsummer. No, there's too many. There's too many M's. None of ours. I I get what you're thinking, and at least what you're saying here too. It to run it down quick. I love Toy Story. The original blew me away. It blew everybody away. And I remember really, we had a fun conversation where I thought I could remember bits and pieces of the second. And I feel like if I see it again, it will all be familiar. But if I got to tell you it right now, I'm gonna have a bunch of holes. Right. There's there's something about the second. There's a girl. Right. There's (laughs) like the little cowgirl. They're running around. They, you know, there's parents. They fall to the floor. They talk to each other. There's an adventure. You know, there's danger. They reunite. You know, all this stuff. But I remember, I remember the third one quite clearly, and I remember differently than you being really happy with the third one. And I thought it ended on about as perfect a note as a story that was telling this arc through Andy's toys could. Right. And it made sense, and it gave like that push, like it's okay to put away your toys now. Like we're and and I thought for Pixar, what a great way to end it to put away their toys. Like right. literally like you guys didn't mess this up for three films and where the innovation and the excitement and the newness all came from the first one. And then was kind of re, you know, 
reinforced a bit in the second one, you nailed the emotional ending, which is one of the hardest things to do for any sequel, let alone like the trilogy. So when I came into the fourth one, I was real nervous, especially since I told you I didn't see any footage except that one weird trailer where they're all dancing in a circle. Right. I didn't want to see anything. It wasn't that I didn't want to see the film. It's that I was worried that for as emotionally solvent and perfect an ending as I thought they gave in the third one, I didn't want them to screw it up. Right. And I felt I was going to get more Monsters University. And go really backwards. I felt like I was going to get Monsters University instead of Monsters, Inc. And I was was real nervous about it, even though I had put away my childish things. I I was okay with it. If they mess up one out of four, that's still great odds. I gave it eight and a half. And mostly because I I still remember so much of it. I think that in some part, the fourth is it's really it's creative, but not as creative as the first one. You know, it's got a lot of action, but it doesn't feel like as strong as the stuff in the second film. There's a lot of emotional resonance and there is an emotional ending that is in some ways the reason why I think they made this because they didn't get it in the third film and it was necessary to put away the toys for good. There's an emotional ending at the end that supersedes everything else I'm about to say, but the fourth film just did everything the first three did, just not as strong. Yeah. Until the last six minutes, in which case, you know, it's designed to make you teary. And it's because, similarly, you you spent a long time caring about these characters, and you actually, even though they're toys, and they're not even real toys, they're just like cartoon toys, but even though they're toys, you, you care about Woody. You care about the characters. To have them go through a decision that is heart-wrenching and, you know, a bit, I don't know if I'm going to, I won't spoil it, even though it's only a couple weeks out. You know, I thought that was absolutely effective. I get what you're saying. In some way, one of the reasons I liked it was some of these films, especially when they're for kids, the villain is absolutely the black hat, mustache twirling, like nothing good. In this instance, the antagonist is really the type of person where if you're telling an, an effective story... The villain shouldn't be the villain in their own story. They should be the hero. Right. And she is. Like, there is nothing villainous about her motivations and her objectives and her desires, except it puts her at odds with someone we care about, with Woody. But it's an incredibly thoughtful, surprisingly thoughtful, nuanced way to tell another addition to a story I felt was done. And because of that, when I walked out, I was mostly just elated at how surprised I was that they could find one more story in there. I said this on the third one. I said, you know, they should be obviously done no matter how much money it makes. Right. It's weird. I kind of have a suspicion that there's still a story that they could tell now that they've shown me they could tell another one, but I don't want to see it. Right. Like I can't imagine a better emotional ending to the stories than the last two, the ending of three. And then the, cause three was an ending for Andy. And now this is an ending for the toys. Okay. That that's great. I don't know who we need another ending for. (laughs) If you, if they made another toy story film where it was about, you know, Mr. Potato head, you know, then that should be on TV. (laughs) But as far as the films go, I'm stunned that they did it in a way that they did it so well. Um, There's a bunch of stuff in there too, that I thought was, that I thought was such a great calling card of Pixar to, uh, there's a billion toys, but to make just like a ventriloquist dummy, like spooky. Like, I'm like, what a great idea to make this like the henchman and to have all these other interesting things. Right. It was very like Goosebumps. Like there's, there's the, uh, there's the one from Goosebumps. Goosebumps and it was, 
And it was uh, it was actually kind of funny because he's actually so weirdly he's creepy. Really weird. And it's kind of awesome, I thought. The way that they make him creepy, mm-hmm. right, is just to make him different than how all the other toys work, right? right. right? He uh, like he can't like if you think about it too much it's right, yeah. it's weird but if you only think about it a little bit right cuz he has no voice right cuz right. that's what they, that's are, they are right, right. they it's <laughs> perfect and it's pretty cool and yeah. then you see like um you know like earlier in the movie you get reminded of the radio control car yeah, right. who doesn't speak either right. he just makes revving noises and yet Woody understands him yeah. and right. you know stuff like so that kind of makes it make sense like he's not supposed to talk and stuff right but just like his arms are limp and he doesn't talk (laughs) and stuff yeah it's so it's so weird and they make it like perfectly like really creepy and (laughs) and you and you watch it and then you go why is he so creepy right but and then he is and then you and then you kind of can figure it out and it's that it's effective that stuff is really really, that stuff is really cool and it's kind of weird, like you were saying, it, you know, it's not that like our antagonist is just a psychopath, right? Right. But it it's almost, it weirdly makes it more creepy that like the creepy ventriloquist dummies, right? Mm-hmm. Like are, are not exactly menacing or no. whatever. They're a little they're, slack jawed, but they're, they're supposed to be. They're just you know? like, uh, you know, they're... They're just like on an errand, right? <laughs> almost, right. and right. like somehow that in it itself is. is creepier too. And you look at them, and they are exactly what an old ventriloquist dummy looks like. Oh, and yeah. then you're like, "Well, those are creepy," you know. <laughs> I didn't even touch on one of the really cool, like Magic. Remember that movie? I do Magic? with, with uh, Anthony Hopkins. It was awesome. Uh, I didn't even touch on one of the things that I thought was really neat that they all that they still do, um, which was Little Bo Peep story. You know, yeah, like yeah. How how wise the, it is the today Little Bo to Peep make like story a very feminist the toy best. story. It's great how she stands up and is like, I don't need to be a possession. Like, there's all these subtle underlying things that are being said there because you know this is a time of strong women and they're they're independent. They're standing up right. for themselves and to watch Bo Peep just stand up to Woody and be like, Man, go be somebody's toy. I'm gonna go see the world. Right, and then. To encounter what she's been doing, like that's that's kind of like Fury and, Road. She's and, like the Furiosa of and the toy yet, box. I love it. And yet, it's really cool because that is that's like actually their gig, right? Is to like go, you know, like flash mob play with us toys. Like they go find places where right. there will be kids, yeah. and they move around, and they <laughs> and they go. Now we can get played with, <laughs> right? But also, we're just. The underground or right. whatever. Yeah, it's that re- was really it's cool. It's kind of cool, yeah. It was really cool. I love the fact that like they have the skunk car. That was awesome. And that little tiny cop yeah, right, that little, thing, the little I can't remember tiny the toy, toy that comes out, but whatever. Yeah, she came out. Yeah, that, that was, was really cool. The, so the a, a lot of the stuff that I didn't like. So it, it's weird because not that Bo Peep is new, but there's all this new stuff. Mm-hmm. And I love those... Uh, like G.I. Joe action figure yeah. guys and yeah. like the one doesn't get the high five. Right. He's always stuff. left out. Yeah. But they're all the same guy. Yeah. Like that was, that was really cool. Um, but the weird thing is all of the, the new stuff was very cool. I like her story. I like the overall story. I feel like most of it though is uh, anything that had to do with the older mm-hmm. characters that we already know I felt like was 
really just kind of lazy. It was pushed you know, back like, a bit, yeah. You know, uh, like, Buzz this is. part's funny because you know you him know. and you've seen him for three movies and you like him and he's on the screen now and you go, yay. Right. Because <laughs> that's like enough. That. Yeah. And like, that's it. There's not, yeah. there's not really parts where we're, you know, really trying to do something, mm-hmm. you know, in like, even in the first two, there are parts that are hilarious. Yeah. I mean, there are parts Outright, that are really, like, really yeah, funny. Definitely. Or that are just really cool just to like take a second to look at the perspective. Like we're really diving into the fact that these toys come alive. Right. Now, what's that like? You right. Know? What's, and what, like, yeah. Well, I'm in a claw machine, so yeah. you know whatever. I, just all the different things that they do, and yeah. in this one, you know, not really. Yeah. It's like we're kind sense. of we're kind of over that, so we're yeah. not trying too hard. I don't know. We've got the one story that we're doing, and we're going to try to do that. But it felt like a lot of it, a lot of it felt lazy to me. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was uh, even with like the Forky, you know, mm-hmm. who was really cool, right? And I thought that whole part was really cool. But at a certain point, you know, I'm done watching him try to throw himself away, like do something else. It's just like over and over and over. And you didn't need to keep doing it. And it's not any funnier. Like we could have just skipped it a couple times. Then he runs away. Then we move on with our story. But it's it's like if I just say the same joke again. Then I don't have to think of a new joke. It threads, I it, yeah, I see that. It threads a line where I feel like even as an adult and well into adulthood, the film was still kind of for me. And the moments with Forky were right. definitely those moments where you're like, look, we got to keep the kids going. Right. Because right. they don't really understand Bo Peep's adult motivation the way the, you know, <laughs> right. it's strange to feel like that film was in some ways more adult oriented than kid. But in those moments, I definitely think they pause the adult track and they're like, look, Right. Trash. Because <laughs> right. I think I think you're right. With the frequency that they go with it, they must have just shown it to kids and they just kept giggling. And then they walked around the studio going trash. Right. And they're like, I think we got something here. You know, I think. But you're right. I, I don't disagree with that at all. But, but I mean, all of that is still in it's the a quick movie. review it's an hour of giving and 28 it eight. Minutes. Right. It's an hour and 28 minutes and it moves at a speed that is actually kind of like, look you know the characters, so let's just get to the story. Right. You know. And and actually it was a, it was a great hour and 28 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was uh I thought it was really cool. This is one of the rare movies that I looked before I saw it to see how long it is cuz I oh, yeah. I don't really <laughs> ever look at that. But yeah. I was I wanted to know what I was in store for. 2 something. hours then you know it's your yeah. And I, and I thought, "Man, look at how short this is. Yeah. This might actually be really good." It might work. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because I could see them making this movie and have it, you know, when it's animated, every time you add a minute, it's like right. six months more of production or whatever Wait, the hell it is. Let me, but let me show how old I'm getting. Did we see this in 3D? We did, didn't we? Like, I feel like this was, <clears throat> like, I'm pretty sure. I, I don't know. It's so weird. It was I, only two weeks ago. I don't I remember. I can't remember. I mean, we see a bunch of stuff, but I feel like that was in 3D because I remember thinking, it was gorgeous anyway, but I just thought there's so many layers, especially when they get a lot of the film, a lot of the center of the movie, uh, n- not the gravity of the film, but the actual middle of the movie takes place in like an antique store. Right. And I just remember thinking like, God, look at all the layers and the dust and the stuff. Yeah. Like, I think that, I think we saw it in 3D. It, if you didn't go see it in 3D. Yeah, if you I, did, I don't I even think remember. You made the best choice. But I just sat here going, I don't even remember. Yeah. 
Like, that's weird, but I don't, I don't either. But uh, it's also interesting. <clears throat> not that we have to, you know, keep beating this horse, but it, it's interesting that this is going to be the same year as Frozen Two. Yeah. And mm-hmm. what else is going to have like a serious shot? Right at, at best the animated at, at the animated because yeah. it's not going to be Secret Life of Pets Two. Right. And, They'll and have I, to nominate it if they need four and, or five. And I don't know how many more things. And there's no There'll be some foreign. There's film. no animated Spider Man. Right. Uh, to save everybody. Coming. <laughs> but it's it seems a little weird to have this and Frozen Two in the same year fighting yeah. it out. Right. <laughs> Right. amongst themselves like they could have put frozen Two like a couple months later yeah right made right. it the next year or right. something. i don't know but it's prob i feel like it's this is probably gonna win yeah and just because it's four and everyone's going to love it right. and I, I mean i don't know maybe everyone will love frozen Two, but maybe, I, don't know. I don't know that'll be interesting to see all right uh we should move on. Yeah. So go see Toy Story 4 go, go if you haven't it. already. Even, even if you have reservations, it's worth it. Uh, okay. Spider-Man Far From Home. Right. Which is uh, Spider-Man uh, fighting Mysterio. Although yeah. maybe you know that or don't or whatever. Like he's clearly... It, it's weird. It's weird watching the trailers <laughs> mm-hmm. because they kind of don't take like that next step. Right. Which I find weird... Because there's so much invested in people not knowing the people in the movie that they're yeah. going to see. Right. Which I feel like that's weird. Like, yeah. you're supposed to know who Mysterio is, right? Yeah. But I guess you're not. I guess because, they don't. <laughs> because you're not supposed to know that he's not the good guy. Right. Which, I, I don't know. I just feel like that's weird. So, Jake Gyllenhaal is uh, Mysterio and... Peter Parker is trying to go on vacation and he has to save the world and he doesn't want to save the world yeah. because he just wants to go on vacation so that he can try to have some alone time with MJ mm-hmm. and you know then hilarity ensues because he has to anyway and uh, you know that poor other guy who's interested in MJ oh yeah <laughs> he gets like taken down at yeah. the end and it's just it's just trying to all he's trying to do is just He's just, He's just trying to do the same thing Peter Parker is trying to do. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's true. Anyway, and uh, that's, you know, that's our threes company sideline <laughs> that's plot goes, that's happening. Right. Uh, so I actually liked this movie. <laughs> did you really? I did. It was, huh. I mean, so it. I'm going to be off on it, this then. It's maybe will. Um because I actually kind of like this movie, except on the one hand, it's like I really liked it in the realm of it's fine. I mean, you yeah, know, okay. you know no, what I'm I, I, I know. Yeah. Uh, amongst, I know you well enough. So amongst all movies that are fine. Yeah. This one's really Pretty good. good. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I, know what you mean. Uh, I know exactly what you're saying. Uh, so I gave this one uh, six and a half. That's what I had. I don't even have to change it. And I probably would have given it another star or another star and a half if uh, everything that had to do with Jake Gyllenhaal and his cronies wasn't so boring and stupid. Yeah. Uh, I thought everything that happens on the not knowing he's Mysterio side at the beginning mm-hmm. was actually really fun and cool. And it was, uh, yeah, 
it was a little over the top in trying to sell the whole, you know, we blipped, we didn't blip, you know, we're trying to use this movie so that we can talk about Endgame and stuff, which I didn't love. Yeah. I mean, I'd be fine if we just had like that high school production thing and then like kind of moved on and we right. didn't need to say it every, I don't know. It, this is, that's one of the things in this movie. It feels like, you know, there's a guy with a stopwatch or something yeah. and it's like, Oh, it's been too long. We have to talk about the blip. Somebody has to be old yeah. and young and whatever. Uh, so like, I didn't love that, but all of the other part to it. Um, I even liked, um, his, I liked his trying to get out of it. I liked it. You know, he's got like the super duper suit and mm-hmm. he's like, I'm not even going to bring my suit. And, you know, that was cool. I like the fact that he's young enough that he's kind of out of it. He's like, but I don't want to for like a right. week. Give me right. a break, yeah. you know. Um, I liked all that part and the stuff with Happy and, you know, whatever. Um, and, and I I don't know. The action was okay. It was pretty decent. But as soon as we start finding out what happened and going through all the nonsense mm-hmm. uh first of all it's it, it's like the weirdest like non-plot thing mm-hmm. like it's it's it, a it plan is. you can't actually have except that it's a movie right i mean it's it's a plan that doesn't make any sense it's like <clears throat> it's like spending millions of dollars on a plan that takes 8 months to right. come to fruition that you know, if one person trips, right. it's all gone. It's all right. Right. <laughs> right. Like it's it's such a it's such a goofy thing to have be a plan, especially at the end. Mm-hmm. Like you have to have some other ending that's gonna be your payoff. Right. That's gonna be a more legitimate theory of your payoff actually working. Yeah. Right. I think. I think it's uh just massively lazy writing. Yeah. In terms of our plan. But then once we find out who he is, I still like a lot of the movie. Yeah. As long as we're not looking at the whole behind the scenes, yeah. all this, you know, crew of goofball misfits that used to work <laughs> for Tony Stark or or used to not like him or whatever. Right. And we run down our little resumes of why this person's here, show the little clip of them in yeah. the other movie. Oh God, I hate it all. So you're that. reminded of they actually are that person. Right. Yeah. I, I hated all of that felt like, uh, watching a really bad episode of the original mission impossible mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was really goofy and cheesy. So anyway, um, before I just babble on forever, I give it a six and a half. We don't have enough time to go through the laundry list of things that I don't like about the film. And despite that, I gave it but a six. You don't like Spider Man. I love Spider Man. <laughs> this is my problem. My my biggest problem comes from a couple small avenues, um, especially with this version. I think Tom Holland. I, I still like Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker and Spider Man better than any because I think the stories that he was in were better. The movies are right, better. Right. I actually think Tom Holland is a bit of genius casting. I think he's really great, even though I don't necessarily like this version of Peter Parker. Like, yeah. it's not just the Miles Morales, you know, the Spider-Verse guy who is similar but got a different backstory. You know, it's not that there's any other version of someone in the Spider-Verse that could be Spider-Man. It's that this is Peter Parker. 
and I know who Peter Parker is supposed to be because I've been reading the comics forever and he's been around forever. He is as established as, in his own way, Clark Kent is. Right. But if you start making Clark Kent do things that Clark Kent doesn't do or wouldn't do, then that's not Clark Kent. And it's a different argument for me than you have had previously with like the Batman movies or some of the James Bond films where you're like, if you're going to make a Bond movie, then make a Bond movie. Right. But if you're just going to make a spy movie, then don't call it James Bond. Right. For me, the biggest problems about the film is I think the casting is really great and I love the diversity and the reimagining of things, which could arguably go back to casting Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury. You know, Aunt May isn't actually an old, you know, woman. She's kind of like a hot aunt. Right. You know, that everybody in Peter's world as a father figure is seemingly trying to get with. Right. Like, that's kind of creepy. Um, it's not that Flash Thompson, who in the comics and the stories has long been like the captain of the football team and this buff guy. Now he's just an internet bully. Right. Like, right. It, they're keeping the thread there, which is privately, uh, publicly, Flash loves spider-man but hates parker right you know there's similar similar things there mary jane for me doesn't have to look like Kristen dunce doesn't even have to look like the mary jane in the comics which is a supermodel with long flowing red hair i don't i don't care about that but they're obviously going this route and that's okay what i don't like is the way they're affecting the actual story and the characters right the thing that defines peter parker for me isn't his superpowers it's the story about how his uncle Ben died and how he had a responsibility and he was selfish and he let it go and he has decided because of the lessons that Uncle Ben taught him and the death of him that he's never going to lose his responsibility again, even if it costs him a date, a job, a promotion, anything. He's going to remember that when he has the great power comes the great responsibility, that if he lets something go, that the repercussions for that could be detrimental to him or to someone else's world. In this version of Spider-Man, especially in this movie, he's constantly avoiding responsibility. Right. He doesn't have Uncle Ben to be his foundation. What he has instead, and it leads me right, to my other big Right, because none of that has ever happened to it, this It didn't, to this person, version. Right. And I hate that. Not because I'm a traditionalist. It's okay if you want to do it. But I hate the fact that they've morphed this responsibility into being Tony Stark. Right. The second big problem that I have is... They can't get Iron Man out of their head long enough to tell a Spider-Man story. And I had that problem with Homecoming. It was too Iron Man. For me, Spider-Man is amazing because he's the everyman. And at times of the best stories, he was just a kid trying to figure out his rent and his responsibilities and his school and to do the right thing, to honor his uncle. Like he had all this stuff that kept weighing him down. And in these stories with Holland... It's mostly like, man, I'm really inconvenienced because I got to walk to the mall. Right. And they probably won't even have my clothing store opening. I mean, just like these weird superficial things that don't make Spider-Man work. Right. The number of times that they feel like the Avengers as a whole, but Tony Stark as a specific, has to be the fulcrum to telling this story is abhorrent. I hate it. Yeah. Like, I actually, I rebel I, I against like, it now. Like, it is so I feel like I feel like what happened is we wanted to have Spider-Man, right? Mm -hmm. So we were basically at a certain point of the Avengers mm -hmm. and wanted to have Spider-Man mm -hmm. uh, so that we had something that could keep going sure. after the Avengers or whatever. And so we kind of, like, went around the room and asked if anyone knew who Spider-Man was. Yeah. And the person that we came up with is someone who had only seen the Saturday morning the cartoons. One cart right. <laughs> and, you know, okay, so too much 
too much Tony Stark, too much story. I don't believe Tony Stark would have ever given Peter Edith. I, I don't for a second think that that's true. <laughs> but okay, so he does. And then we just have like a bunch of mismanaged ideas, like the the whole 15 minutes of the bus drone strike. Absolutely. Right, is right. so ridiculously easy to avoid. And it sets up this bigger problem that the big reveal with Mysterio does. I, I Okay, I right. get it. Um, there's, there's a lot of interpersonal stuff that bothered me. Like in the last film, maybe I'm remembering it wrong because I didn't like the last film either. But in Homecoming, we figure out that Mary Jane's dad is the vulture. Right. Right? Like I'm not, I'm not making that up. Michael Keaton was her dad. <laughs> the, he doesn't seem to be affected right. by no, the fact that no one, Mary Jane. No one, no one saw that movie. This. No one. Yeah, no one does anything. Nobody about watched this. that movie. There's all these weird things where characters just do stuff that doesn't make sense. They try to cover it up, like with what you said was just shoddy writing. Nick Fury and uh, uh, Agent Hill. They act kind of strange, and I'm not going to ruin things. But now we figure out why, and that's just bullshit. Right. You know. Despite every grievance that I have, and I'm I'm only on the surface. If we had not talked about Midsummer and Toy Story, I feel like I could lay 30 minutes of just nonstop <laughs> gripe about this. Despite all of that, when it worked, because of Tom Holland, and though I do not like the way I like the casting of Zendaya, but I don't like the way she squints through everything. Yeah, like I think she's talented, and I think she shows promise, and she's certainly got a care uh, like a charisma to her that works i was going to say a charismatic aura but i don't want to sound that hippie um i just want her to take a couple acting lessons i don't want her to squint through every single delivery right. or thing because for me the film and it doesn't have to be the dark knight but it felt very disney channel like yeah. it felt like yeah. this was all shot under the golden arch and and just the combination of all the problems even the ones i haven't made just like they kept pushing me out of the film to give it a six, I still think, you know, overall, he's great in it. They're all great in it. The cast is great in it. I had fun watching Favreau come back as happy, but that's unfair because I just want to see him as happy anyway. So it's a cheap shot to get him in the film <laughs> right. as much as they do. There's an emotional scene with Happy and uh, Peter that really hits home when when he's going into Iron Man territory and designing his suit. Right, like, right. But I love I hate the end of the scene, but I love the beginning of it. Right. And I feel like right. that's how I, I, I actually feel about thought, so many of them. I actually thought um that scene was really cool and it was it was a weird spot in the movie. Yeah. Like right at that point. And then you get the thing where he starts, you know, playing with the computer or whatever and mm -hmm. he's kind of going into like Tony Stark mode or whatever. Right. And I thought we were going to suddenly have like kind of a different movie. So like I. the movie was going to like shift gears. I now. really did. Yeah. And it totally did. It doesn't it like it just, this it, scene is in it and then it goes, Oh, nope. And it feels <laughs> like that scene is there partially to give homage to Tony yet again, but also to give a little fan service. Like I don't care about the different Spider-Man suits and we specifically see like five or six. Right. Of them. And he's going to make like his new suit I now because he needs the special suit that does this for I this always, purpose. I always yeah. hated that. I, you know, it's very Batman. It is kind of Batman. You know, Spider-Man was really great because he was, in essence, not Tony Stark. He wasn't a global defender. He could be part of a team that was, but he solved stuff in New York. He, he right, was a neighborhood right. Spider-Man, as, as the tagline goes. He doesn't need an iron spider suit. You right. know, he actually needs a spider suit that rips because later he's like, man, I got to spend some time fixing my suit. Right. Like, it seems like all the problems that make Peter relatable 
and definable are always solved by someone else coming in and saying, well, here, here's your new suit. You right. don't ever have to worry about webbing that shoots organic from oxygen. I mean, it just There's a moment there that was really neat with Jake Gyllenhaal where he tells Peter, don't ever apologize for being the smartest guy in the room. Peter is smart only when the story needs him to work himself out of something, right. but incredibly stupid. And not because of his age, but I mean dumb when it comes necessary to do the simplest of things. Right. Because, you know, yuck, yuck, here's the joke. <laughs> right. I'm really young. It, the dumb jokes about, like, music, and he's, like, calling the wrong band. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I get it. The audience digs it. I'm not the audience for this, even though I am the audience for Spider-Man. This just feels like a Spider-Verse guy. This isn't Peter Parker. And until they get that right, and I hope they do with Holland, because I think he's really good, I still stand by the best moment that Spider-Man has ever been was the 10-minute window he was in Civil War. Like, that's oh, that's right. Peter Parker yeah. and Spider-Man, and that's the one that I know. He's not Iron Suit. He's not Super Spider. He's just the kid from Queens and, right. and, and uh, from Brooklyn. Um, so anyway, my laundry list isn't exhaustive for stuff, and they're not nitpicky. Because I could go into some of the CGI stuff, the weird, unnecessary 10-minute exposition of Jake Gyllenhaal that was right. so stupid. Because you take that scene out of the film, I actually think he's solid everywhere. I actually really liked him in the film, yeah. even though I don't yeah. understand why they did what they did to his character. He he could be a hero. Right. He could actually confuse the hell out of villains with all the technology. So all this retribution stuff, I've seen it with, I've seen it with Iron Man 3. And I've seen it with Spider-Man Homecoming. They already did the dejected employee who's got a vendetta against Stark. Right. I, just do something better. Write, right. something, like write it, something real. At some point, have a villain who's not just somebody pissed at Tony right. Stark. Right. And, and stop trying to make, stop trying to sell me this mean girl's idea where, you know, Gretchen is always trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> stop trying to make Spider-Man is not... Iron Man, like, stop trying to fetch that. It's right. not. It's not supposed to be in the comics, and it's why these stories aren't as effective. Yeah, you know. Anyway, I, I literally, I, I have like tons of notes I wrote on my phone about everything I hated about. It. <laughs> I'm gonna skip. <laughs> and it. yet, you still give it a six. And yet, I still uh, give it a six because it is strangely I fun. I still had. It is. Uh, fun. I still had fun with it. It's just you. I think this is one of the perfect examples of Marvel or superhero movies where. It's like if you can divorce yourself from what you're expecting from this character, yeah, or you can't. And right. it, you know, if you can, you're gonna like it more than I did. Yeah, and right. if you can't, you're gonna like it less than you did. Yeah, I mean, right. I gave <laughs> even it though very, we gave it the I same gave it score, a very almost, forgiving but. six. And I, I feel like I, as angry as I am at it, and as frustrated, I can't give it lower than like even if I thought about five, and I did, and I'm like, it's better than an average film. Yeah, like even. Because the characters, the moments that work, the stuff that don't that don't work are the stuff that doesn't work rather are so monumentally problematic for me and frustrating because it's bad writing. Yeah, somebody just doesn't understand it. I remember wanting to tell you and, and say it on the show, which is I feel like this is a Spider-Man movie they could make after twenty-three films. If this was the right, first right. Spider-Man movie, they would never have tried this. Right. It's only because they know what's going to make money, and it's kind of like we got a little bit of wiggle room now. We don't have to make everything a home run. They could make this and be like, well, this might be a foul tip, but it'll be exciting. Right. And I think that's the worst way to go about it, yeah. especially when for a long time the NC MCU had one solid entry after another that right. was really building to something. And it seems like at this point, um, 
you know, they've got their whole thing they're doing with Endgame, and, you yeah. know, they make Doctor Strange, because yeah. then he can show up later or whatever. But it seems like they are doing a lot of movies where the only thing we need out of this movie is, like, the last five minutes where we show you something that's going to happen in the next movie. Yeah. So we can do whatever we, we want. Whatever we want. And, it and I, have and to I be feel good like if no you're a completionist, and yeah. I am, sadly, I feel like you got to see this so that you're ready for the next right. Doctor Strange film, because right. there's going to be some alluding to it. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it. I, I feel like it's just filler but it's at least kind of fun but it is so. kind of fun it, yeah. it is kind of fun so all right so uh that's it for this week yeah. and uh, actually a there's a ton of stuff coming out so i'm not even going to pick sure. uh what we're going to see or what we're going to do next week but uh thanks for tuning in yeah and we will see you next week yeah bye hey listeners on behalf of myself and shane leonard we want to thank you for tuning in once again the Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by AreYouScreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to AreYouScreening.Podbean.com or AreYouScreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.